0: All right, guys, and welcome back to Nerd Talk. Um, it's gonna be the Micah and Will show tonight. Jordan's not yeah, gonna be Yeah, no
1: rules, no, no rules, rules. Just, just like Gotham. No man's land right now, baby.
0: Woo-hoo. No holds barred, uh, anything goes. Uh, Jordan's actually traveling this week for a funeral, so we wish him uh, best wishes and uh, um, safe travels with him and his family. So today, um, we're gonna be talking about the Batman, and I know that Will's seen it a couple of times. I've seen it once. Jordan has not. So it kind of works out with him not being here. So um, yeah, we're going to talk about the Batman, everything from what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like, the time, timing of the movie, the length, um, everything.
1: Oh, there's some hinting right there. There's, there's some, some hinting. hinting.
0: Well, that's one of our <laughs> questions tonight. So oh, yeah. <laughs> um, with that said, Will, how did you feel coming into the film and how uh, did it you know, meet your expectations. Did it meet your expectations? Oh. Did it not meet your expectations? I know that you've been gushing over this movie. For oh, I, I, I. You've I, been waiting to talk about. Just... <laughs> so, so let us have it.
1: Oh uh, finally! Oh, it was awful. I'm. <laughs> could, could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> the expectation <laughs> that, uh... I built you up. <laughs> yeah, you built me up, uh, but I was thoroughly. Uh, my, my my expectations were met. Uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Uh, I. I haven't watched all of Matt Reeves' work, but I, I was a big fan of him from Planet of the Apes. Have uh, you watched those, the new ones with James Franco and then the
0: uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So he actually directed the last two. And like, I mean, he, he made me care about a CGI monkey, dude. I, you know, you're going to give Batman someone I already care about <laughs> in right. movies and comics. You're going to give Matt Reeves that guy? Absolutely. And I know everybody was kind of skeptical about Robert Pattinson and I'm always going to have like that what if in my mind about what would happen if like if this is the Ben Affleck version or like what if. Ben Affleck was directing it and just wouldn't know what he would have brought. And, and maybe some of those elements are in here. Well, I guess we'll find out with commentary and more behind the scenes when that comes out, uh, when they're talking about sequels or when this trilogy or whatever their plan is uh, wraps up. There even is, is a plan, right DC? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Slight dig there. Um, but it was, it was solid. I mean, Gotham was gross and dingy. Like I, I feel like this movie took just about everything from previous incarnations and still managed to do its own spin like uh it wasn't quite the art deco style of the animated series but like i could see some of these buildings being in like the crazy like schumacher burton u- universe but then also there's like some more realness to it like the iceberg lounge and like downtown like it, it just it, it, it didn't look like chicago like the uh dark knight stuff but like it still looked like a, a city that would be in our real world and I, I it was just a solid film all around uh i mean we'll talk about the length later uh but uh I, I think it was solid. I've seen it three times. I uh, can't wait to ha- own it on Blu-ray, uh, though. I've, I've been tempted to see it again several more times. I'm like, there's, there's other movies, guys. I got to go see those. But Michael, well, what well, do you you're, think?
0: Well, you're in luck, uh, Will, because if you have HBO Max, it'll be on uh, streaming. They announced it today that it'll be on streaming next Monday.
1: Ooh, nice. Hey, HBO Max, you want to sponsor us, please? Please, please yeah. HBO Max.
0: <laughs> HBO Max, sponsor Nerd Talk. Shout out to HBO Max. Um, yeah, I... I was really excited to see a younger version of Batman and Bruce Wayne. And so my expectations are really, really high going into this film. Um, I wrote like, I wasn't sure if it really met my expectations, but I want to see it again. Like you've seen it three times in theaters. I've only seen it once. So I really want to watch it again. um, Just to kind of get that, um, you know, full experience again and give it, give it my full attention because I did, I did think, and you and I have talked about this, Will, mm-hmm. that it's it's it was a little bit on the long side for me. And so, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: anything, you know, past two and a half hours, two hours and 40 minutes, like, I'm just, like, I'm checking out. Like, I don't know. Avengers Endgame, I think, was the exception. Not that we're talking about Marvel tonight, but, like. Yeah, we, we always
1: find a way. We always find a way, especially with Age of Ultron. Hey, boo boom, Nailed it. <laughs> Age of
0: Ultron wasn't as long as the Batman. But... um, Uh-oh.
1: Felt like it to some people, though
0: it did. It did, <laughs> especially when Hulk was smashing everything. Um, but yeah, I don't think that it, um, you know, fully met my expectations. But like, we'll see. You know, I may watch it again and absolutely love it. Um, mm-hmm. But that, my biggest beef, I think, with the whole film was that it was it was three hours, almost three hours long to the
1: oh, to you know, the I, time. And I want to kind of expand on that. I think um, with with the three with that longer time, I mean, this movie got pushed back famously. Several times because of COVID and other stuff, mm-hmm. and I and movie theaters are kind of taking their time with slow releases. Like there's only like one big release, then three weeks, bump, bump, bump. Next comic book movie, three weeks, bump, bump, bump. Next comic book movie, yeah. um, and also with the success of the Snyder Cut last year, I think maybe Warner Brothers in DC was like, "Oh, hey." Do you have everything you want in this movie because you could put a little bit more in there if you want it uh, extended cuts are doing great with our services, eh? so I feel like every DC film is almost like a reaction to the last one like ultimate edition came out and then it was like oh give us the Snyder cut after justice league didn't do good and then. Um, they wanted something lighter so we got Sam and Aquaman as well uh, just stuff like that so i think matt reeves was just like threw everything at the wall and and i will agree with you i feel like some scenes could be like cut by like a minute or two we could save some stuff luckily there's no like crazy nordic women chanting in this like in the snyder cut Uh, (laughs) you know what i'm talking about yes yes um but um there's some scenes like where bruce batman's just taking his time reaching for something just like you're batman man go go a little bit faster dude we we ain't got all day (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah like i (laughs) you know truth be told you know i have given dc a chance in in every film i will go see them i will watch them i will you know i will give every one of them a chance right like i won't mm-hmm. completely ban dc or ban marvel or ban star wars if they screw up or stumble along the way cuz not everything's going to be perfect not everything's yeah. going to be a true masterpiece but at the same time i you said you said something just a few seconds ago will that like i'm curious um what would it have been like if Ben Affleck would have got that solo outing? What would it have been like if he would have been younger? What would have been like if, you know, they would have just continued his story, you know, pre or post uh Justice League? You know, like, I I want that story. Like, this is cool. Like, we'll get into it in a few minutes. But, like, um with the Batman, it's a younger version. It's a younger, uh Bruce Wayne, it's a younger version of the Batman early on in his so, you know, quote-unquote career. Um, yeah,
1: year two, I think. That yeah, you were saying, yeah, I was oh, going to say Martin. that, yeah.
0: Yep. So year two of the, of the Batman saga slash story. And, you know, kind of leads me to my next question. I, I was, you know, to kind of piggyback on what you said. I was very curious to see what it would have been like, and maybe we'll get that down the road what it would be like with Ben Affleck. Maybe he mentors him or makes a cameo here and there um, in one of these films, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. So how do you feel like Pattinson did uh, um, both as Batman and as, as Bruce Wayne?
1: I think, like just like with a lot of comic book castings and especially specifically with Batman, every time someone who doesn't like meet everybody's like criteria of like the comic, which I mean, these comic book people are like larger than life. Even like the regular people are like jacked dudes with six packs and like have muscles for days where girls are like, Ooh, uh, when it's also grow- a lot of pressure. Yeah.
0: To be anything. Like if you're going to be Thor, if you're going to be Batman, if you're going to be Superman, if you're going to be like, like I really liked uh man of steel. It's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. you know, and he, I thought he was ripped like, but he still, you know, he's not, um, what's his name? Clark.
1: <laughs> no, 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 H- no, no, like,
0: n- not Henry Cavill, but like the, the, the older Superman movies. Christopher
1: Reeve. Yes.
0: Thank you. Like yeah. he, everybody's comparing him Just to your point. Everybody's comparing him. So go ahead. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Every, everybody's comparing And uh, I, I, I can't wait to really talk about the DCEU eventually. So we can get into that. Cause I would like to expand on that. But <laughs> I, I I think, as we've seen with just even Heath Ledger and Christian Bale and all these other other people who've stepped into the role like all the actors essentially shut them up and like they they show what's what like I mean Heath Ledger like went so wild like he we ended up losing him unfortunately uh, rest Mm -hmm. in peace uh and then Christian Bale like famously uh I I mean just like he got so jacked for the role and just I I, I, going into that role I mean I, I I can I can only imagine like it every actor kind of wants to get it i mean i think the only exception would be george clooney who didn't really really try unfortunately because they're going for something different there but uh i think robert pattinson for like a year or two like batman in his mid-20s just trying to find himself and figure out like what this batman thing is and what the mission is and all that like he did solid and like he's i've seen him in interviews man he's such a freaking dork i'm like I, I I love Affleck. I, I like Affleck. I, I like pretty much most of them. <laughs> I like most of them. But like, he's such a dork. I'm like, oh my God, is, is this my Batman now? <laughs> he was like in an interview talking about Final, about Final Fantasy 7, which I, I know we should be focused on the movie, not like his, his interviews getting hyped up for the movie. But I'm, I'm just going like, if I were cast as a superhero or if I was like cast as Captain America, this is me. I, I would totally be doing this going like, oh man, I love myself a hair across and Pokemon. <laughs> but I, I lost the plot there, Mike. I'll let you No,
0: you. No, you're totally fine. Men's. No, no, no. I th- I think that like he, for me, you know, and I've struggled with this, you know, comparing him to other Batmans, other Bruce Waynes. Like, I feel like for me in watching Batman over the years, like there were two that really nailed uh, both Bruce Wayne and Batman. It was Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. Like, I feel like, and that's fair. I feel like that's a fair argument across the board. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Christian Bale uh, I'm sorry, Michael Keaton was a, a great Bruce Wayne and a great Batman. I feel like Val Comer was a good Batman, but not a good Bruce Wayne. I feel like George Clooney wasn't really good at either. And then I feel like Christian Bale nailed both, right? And then I feel like Ben Affleck was a great Bruce Wayne, but not a great Batman. Yeah. Like I thought that like he was a more mature, older, seasoned version of Bruce Wayne. And I really appreciated him in Batman mm-hmm. versus Superman and Justice League. And so when we get to the Batman with Pattinson. Like, I thought he was a great Batman, but I didn't like him or care for him as Bruce Wayne. I want him more. Actually, I think I want more yeah. out of him as Bruce Wayne. I wanted more of his dialogue. I wanted more lines from him. Like, maybe he was still depressed because his parents died. Who knows? Because he's younger. I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Seeing both of your parents die would screw you up. Oh, yeah. make you socially awkward. But he's a billionaire, Playboy th- philanthropist. Like, I think that he would be a little bit cocky and. A little bit arrogant to a degree, but like he was,
1: yeah. And this I could, don't know. And this could be also be like he's still trying to figure out that persona and all that. Because like I think this is the most Batman we've had on screen in a Batman movie too, which I'm all for. Because I mean, even in the comics, when Bruce Wayne does show up, it's very little, and then like it's mostly unless like he he needs to be Bruce to do something that Wayne Industries or talk to Lu- Lucius Fox or something like that. Yeah, like and
0: like Christian like Christian Bale to to respect of his you know the Christopher Nolan trilogy like one of my favorite lines and um i want to say it's batman begins was he's like i'm buying this hotel I'm like he just cuts a check he <laughs> writes it yeah. for you know for the full amount and he's like i own this now we're going to go swimming in the in the fountain i don't care so like i wanted a little bit more of that from robert what's your nickname for him robert patbat
1: rob bat batten bat which i can't take credit for that's from another podcast called the weekly planet uh they they start like really weird trends and i like gravitate towards them because they're hilarious <laughs> but as well, Rob? Pat-
0: yeah yeah it's a great time to plug our uh tiktok channel nerd talk with jordan holstead on yeah, tiktok yeah, talk, talk, like, yeah absolutely and a couple of weeks ago he you know will did a review of the batman no spoilers but he um did a great job and he actually used that name and i forgot what it was so i really love that. Uh, that well cool.
1: do you I don't blame you. It's, it, it's a mouthful. Rob, bat, bat, and bat.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just keep I keep making it up as I go. Robert, pat, bat. Robert, bat, pat. You know, whatever. All
1: right. We're going to I, dig on DC so, again there with that. Boom, boom. Shoot, that's how they run things as well. They just kind of make it up as they go.
0: No, I was. that had nothing to do with being a dig. But, you know, mm-hmm. I again, I thought he was good as Batman. He could have grown on me a little bit as Bruce Wayne. Right. So uh, like, that's fair. That's fair. I think fair. it's I think it's okay. Um, yeah. and he's again like I can't even imagine being you know, have the pressure of being told, hey, you're gonna be the next Batman, or you're gonna be the next Superman, or you're gonna be Iron Man, or you're gonna be so on and so forth with with some of these characters that have such rapport in the comic world and you know the film world. And so yeah, I can't imagine the pressure. So um kind of leads us to our next question. What did you think of Batman and Catwoman's, like, on-screen romance? Were you against it? Were you for it? What did you think? Like, I I am
1: always down for a new Catwoman and just another... Yeah, I I liked it. Zoe Kravitz did a solid job. Like, this seemed like a very... Even though this is year two, I feel like this, like most Batman movies and stories, because you never know, this could be your first Batman story, like, takes a lot from everything. And this takes a, a little bit from year one, a little bit, where, like, Catwoman's, like, in the slums of gotham uh taking in strays both cats and uh her friend who got killed in the movie uh spoilers uh, i mean it's been out for a while now guys it's on hbo max what are you doing listen to us if you haven't seen it <laughs> um but like even a suit is very year one inspired if you, if you look it up it's just i'm, I'm just like oh, wow for a year two we're, we're still taking off from that but i i think kravitz did a good job and like their chemistry on screen was great uh i mean she uh i mean if she didn't figure it out already by the end uh i i think she's kind of alluding that she knows that like it's Bruce Wayne going like uh the way you're talking like you never had to like struggle for anything in your life so uh
0: what did you think uh, about the romance between them though the romance yeah uh, between uh Batman and and Catwoman
1: I mean like I, I think it was solid I mean they're both creatures of the night and then just I, I am trying to think about it now I, I, I kind of want to hear your thoughts real quick and I can play off of it no you absolutely like <laughs> yeah. I I yeah. thought
0: you know I wrote down that I did and I didn't. Right, like I thought it was cool because like in every, you know, we got that in The Dark Knight Rises with with mm-hmm. Christian Bale and um, Anne Hathaway. And like, what else? Uh, what else are you going to do with Catwoman other than her being, you know, "quote unquote" cat burglar and you know things like that? And you know, there was a pun intended there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But I also wrote like I really have always enjoyed Catwoman's flirty chase me vibes that she gives off in every movie or project or series that she's in. And, um, I thought she did well in this one. Like I think aside from Colin Farrell, Zoe Kravitz is my favorite actor or actress character in this movie. Like I, those two were, those two were the ones that knocked it out of the park for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was just, uh, even though we're talking about the romance, I I was a little bit worried hearing about, how big the cast was in this like oh hey we got riddler we got Catwoman, we got penguin and then i heard they're doing crime families too i'm going like i'm like the crime families are like the least important part but like it actually ends up uh, paying off big time in this but i I mean their romance was fine and just even her being a little bit vulnerable going like hey like i I need you i know how to when she had the contacts later on down the road like uh, just checking in on each other especially after that time mm-hmm. uh, where Alfred got, explo- got got exploded spoilers I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, we're spoiling the whole thing I, this this yeah just,
0: just for our listeners this episode will be full of spoilers because it's yeah. a review of this film yeah so, as we're
1: as we're 20 minutes in. <laughs> that's
0: totally fine spoilers yeah, I, upon I know, spoilers yeah. upon spoilers and you know it's fine it's totally but, like,
1: fine. but yeah like they're both uh freaks I'm putting that in quote uh in costumes at, at night the, the the creatures of the night uh, the bat and the cat as they say like mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean I mean, if Bruce wasn't so dedicated to the mission, like he, he would definitely do it. And like they actually just recently explored that in comics, uh, where Catwoman actually chooses to leave him because if he's actually truly happy, he won't dedicate more time to be Batman. So like she ends up leaving him at the altar. And I'm like, oh, no, because like they were hyping it up for years. Dude. <laughs> just being a comic fic fan is frustrating sometimes, but they got to get stuff to the status quo. Yeah. But I, I think they captured it well.
0: Uh, I do too. Like I. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like uh, in The Dark Knight Rises with Christian Bale and Anne Hathaway, like she she fought, you know, helping Bruce or you know Batman, and so she comes back at the end and she does help him.
1: Mm-hmm. Was it kind
0: of the same story in The Batman where she was? Well, it, re- I think it's kind of reversed back. because he, he oh, right. saves
1: he saves her soul in that a little bit, like yeah. when she goes to go kill her uh, father, um, Carmine yes. Falcone.
0: Yes, thank you. Yeah. Again, yeah. I've only seen it once. You've seen it three times, so yeah. Um, but like, I kind of <laughs> aren't wanna... you glad
1: though? Aren't you glad now? So I could do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I
0: kind of want more of
1: that, right? Like,
0: mm-hmm. I like the story of like, you know what? I'm better than this. I'm leaving. But then, you know, at the last minute, she feels bad. And she comes back. Sort of like mm-hmm. they did with Anne Hathaway and Christian Bale
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the Dark Knight. So, um, speaking of villains, speaking of mob families, speaking of bad guys, um, what did you guys? know what did you think of the um the the bad guys in this movie like there were several right there was the the crime bosses the mob bosses um specifically like there was the riddler um who was the main villain uh we got falcone we got the penguin for me i really like the penguin i think colin Farrell really nailed it i thought that colin Farrell was one of my favorite characters like i said a little bit ago um in this movie and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's getting his own series on HBO Max. Yep, that, right. I think
1: They're doing like an Arkham series as well on HBO Max. Yeah. Or so, if not, combining the two.
0: <laughs> they definitely set up this film for feature films and side projects with that in mm-hmm. mind. So like, for me, Colin Farrell was the thing. What did you think, Will?
1: Uh, Colin, I mean, I will just play off Colin, Colin Farrell's stuff as well. I am almost baffled. Uh, don't get me wrong, Colin Farrell is a great actor and I'm glad he's actually getting to do something, but like they, they just cast him in fantastic beasts like uh, a couple of years back to be like the villain or whatever. and then, oh, psych, it's Johnny Depp. And now they get Colin Farrell for this, but they just put all of these prosthetics on him and it kind of looks like, uh, have you seen the actor Robert Kind mm-hmm. uh, there's because there was memes going around going like, imagine hiring like one of the best actors ever and then putting all those prosthetics on him to make him look like Robert kind and then not use Robert Kind. And I'm just like, ah. but but maybe that guy usually plays nice guys, so I, I can kind of get that. But Colin Farrell's great uh, as penguin, like I, when i see this this version of oswald copplepot i'm just like oh yeah that's this is, i can totally see any of the other versions except maybe the danny devita one being this one or being inspired by it like i I can see this one showing up in the comics doing some dealings with uh batman or or getting interrogated and riddler i i don't know what to gauge off of him at the beginning I was, Uh, when we're when, when we get that interesting where uh we're seeing that family um that ends up being the, the mayor's uh House or whatever, I thought that was like maybe like Joe Chill or the mob looking at the at the Wayne's house and then Riddler. Like I, it, it was like really haunting that first time seeing it with like with the shadows and he's right right behind him. It was like whoa, like I felt like I was like in watching something something like Zodiac or um, what's it called? There's some other movie that's better than because everybody's comparing or Seven. Like just how creepy he was and just how mentally disturbed he was but like he was an orphan and all this stuff and I, I i get where he's coming from he thinks like oh hey i'm batman's friend i'm helping him out like he's gonna be a vigilante hey i can do the same thing and expose all the secrets because i'm a forensic accountant i know all the stuff I, I i just i liked that take on it too instead of him being edward enigma he was a, a edward nashton like a completely original version of the riddler and they um excuse me uh i, I thought there for a minute uh, it'd be weird if the movie stopped here but it, i I would have loved them for having the balls to do this um there i go again <laughs> um or w- when the dams exploded and the city flooded like just ending it there like batman wasn't able to stop it uh because we i think we talked about this before like empire strikes back like it's like even though like the heroes like survive and all that stuff luke loses his hand finds out the bad guy's his dad han solos in carbonite like the, the, the bad guys lost. the bad guys won essentially the empire struck back it would have been cool to like in on a cliffhanger and kind of go into no man's land and i mean we don't know like the um how what state gotham is in but like they're kind of hinting with that that ending dialogue like oh hey mob bosses and power vacuums are all over the place so maybe no man's land can still happen to a degree uh because that's a famous comic uh, and they've kind of adapted it here and there but i just thought like oh my god we're doing the long halloween now we're going to do this like oh my god ah, it's just I, so wild and then uh, Carmine Falcone, just him being sorry, I'm rambling.
0: <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. I you know, go ahead. I, I loved um John Turturro and um the Transformers trilogy, the original three. Oh like, goodness. <laughs> I yeah. thought he was hysterical he, he... in those movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I thought Paul Dana did a great job as a Riddler. I thought it was a little too eerie for me. That's just my opinion. Okay. Um and and I know the Dark Knight and you know other movies like you know, it's the point of Batman. Batman's dealing with with the crime of the underworld and Uh you're going to see some of the darkest stuff possible. And you know, he was like truly a demented, you know, I think they took a little bit from like the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, like kind of from that mental health aspect, like Uh truly dug into like, man, he was, there was something wrong with him, right? And so like, you know, taking it a step further than being a vigilante and taking it a step further by the way that he went about um, you know, I guess hunting his prey, so to speak. Like he he was truly a psycho. Like he truly yeah, needed well, to I mean, like up. I said,
1: just thinking he's Batman's friend helping him out. Like I'm yeah. going like, you don't even know Batman, dude. Right. <laughs> like- and like,
0: and you know, even like back to Heath Ledger, like you said, you know, rest in peace to Heath Ledger, but like yeah. he became the character. Like, mm-hmm. and it was just evident in that movie. And uh, one of the famous quotes from that movie, it's not about money. Right. And so he didn't care about money. He just cared about creating chaos. Uh Right. And we talked about the Clone Wars in an episode a couple of weeks back where Darth Maul just kind of just gets free reign at the end of the show. And, um, you know, so because like, I'm counting on it. Go for it. And so like, I, you know, he he wreaked havoc on everything he was doing at that moment. Same thing with with Paul Dano as a Riddler in this movie. I thought that Mm. he was just a complete and total uh, Mm. crazed individual. And but, you know, I thought the Falcone was cool too. Like I thought it was a different take on him, you know, and the dark Knight trilogy. I know we keep bouncing back and forth, but that's kind of like what we had to reference. Cause that was the last. Yeah.
1: Cause you know, like of... how much did they expand in the DCEU with uh, the bat family?
0: <laughs> sure. So yeah. like, you know, I, I thought that, so the Falcone in um, the dark Knight trilogy was a little bit more, you know, I'm a mob boss. Don't mess with me. It, it seemed like John Turturro, as Carmine Falcone was having some fun, you know, even though it was the underworld, even though it was the mob, he he still, he still knew how to have a good time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I feel like if, if we're playing, and comparing it to the dark Knight trilogy, I feel like the Falc, if I'm not mistaken, who the Falcone character was in Batman begins, he was more threatening going like, Hey, why don't you go out on the streets or whatever and see how, how long you last. Like if you weren't like the golden boy of Gotham, we'd kill you right here, right now. Like yep. I think that one's more threatening and just like talks a lot of crap. While this one, The John Turturro version is more smooth and knows like, hey, like I got power. Like, what do I have to be afraid of, dude? Like, I I've been essentially the mayor all this time and and pay Mm -hmm. everybody off. Uh, But yeah,
0: Tom Wilkinson's the guy that played uh, Tom Tom Cawley and Batman: The Dark Knight Trilogy. But anyway, um, yeah, I thought that they did a a good job of spreading the wealth and not making it just about the Riddler. And we'll talk about the Joker a little bit, making that cameo at the end, even like the deleted scene, Um, and ironically, who that was. Going from the Eternals to the Batman—that's kind of crazy to think about. Um, yeah.
1: Well, nobody. Yet, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. Go ahead. What we're going
1: to say. Uh, I, well, I, you just want to talk about the Joker scene while the Joker scenes while we're here talking about villains.
0: Yeah, sure. What's what did you think of the inclusion of the Joker? What did you think of I, who the Joker was? What did you think of what they did at the end of the movie? And then I'll let you know what I thought.
1: All right. Absolutely. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I just took it over there. Just I was like, I'll, just, we're talking about villains. Why not? Well, when he when they're at least teasing him in the in the first sale. I, part of me feels like that—that that was supposed to be a post-credit scene, but they just threw it in into the movie. Which I mean, it still fits; it's fine. Uh, I would like to see. Uh, there's another. I'm going to bring up the comics because, of course, I'm. I'm a comic nerd. Comic book club on nerd nerd talk podbean. Check it out. Uh, yes, um, check out our
0: comic book club.
1: But I would like to see. Um, I mean, just—it's hard to say because we even in the deleted scene we got. We didn't actually get to see his face and like see like any nuance he had. But like he he does bring some of like even Lego Batman there, just like having that relationship with Bruce Wayne a little bit. Well not Bruce Wayne, Batman. But but come on, he's he, he's a, uh, he, he probably knows. But Let, let's be honest here. Um and he's like very manipulative and it's 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 I mean it's so weird to say this uh early in with what little bit we got, but like I mean, he sounds terrifying. If we actually get like a physical res- representation of him, like in the suit and like with the, because apper- apparently they're basing him off like the original design of the character that they based Joker on, uh, which is like the Smiley Man where he has like that disease uh, wh- where he's like, he's stuck in a permanent grin, similar to like Jack Nicholson's mm-hmm. I- thing. Um, I-, I don't know, but like just what little bit we got, I was just like, ah, oh, yikes. Uh, I-, I, like- I like the sequel, babe. Hopefully we don't go, I- I'll be honest. I don't want to see him in the next one. Um, maybe i want to physically see him but like i don't want him to be the next villain if i'm being honest because we we've had so much jokers it's just similar to how i've had you. so much batman <laughs> <Thank you>. yeah
0: <laughs> no what but, i was going to say that was what i was going to say is that like you know if it were up to me and it's not obviously it's not because this mm-hmm. movie made a ton of money and other movies with batman even with ben affleck and justice league and all mm-hmm. things considered made a ton of money um they made the joker with Joaquin Phoenix like i feel like they need to leave the batman and leave the Joker alone for a little bit, and let it breathe. Especially the Joker, more so the Joker. Like, mm-hmm. he just did a Joker film, he was in Suicide Squad, I mean, it, to be fair, it was Leto, it wasn't uh, Walking Yeah, again.
1: let's bash on Leto for a minute, well, if we got a minute. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> that, of
0: which, he was in a movie recently, right? What was that, Yeah, uh, Borbius, as we're going to call Borbius. it. Borbius, from- yes. Jordan's yeah. not here, and he can't tell us yeah. <laughs> how he feels about that movie, so yes. He yeah, was in that would- movie, and it was boring. So, 3 out of 10. Keeps oh. going down for me
1: uh two two out of ten now just so i can go lower
0: (laughs) so um but yeah i think that they need to leave joker alone i thought it was cool that they gave him a little you know cameo at the end of the movie and and well to be fair if they make this a trilogy do what they did at the end of you know batman begins into the dark knight they show the card the joker card right Mm -hmm. like if it it was just him showing up at the end of the movie in his full garb like
1: or maybe, like, an Arkham breakout, and, and, and that's our first time seeing him.
0: Yeah, or, like, if you if you get to the end of the second Batman movie, right? And it's just, like, you just see him from behind in his purple suit, green hair. You know, you just kind of get, like, this 45-degree angle, kind of the camera painting on him. And you're like, oh, it's about to go go nuts, right? Oh,
1: absolutely. And so,
0: like, that would be great. So, would you agree, though, like, leave the Joker alone for a while? Um, well,
1: I think that would be a good finale, because we could – this is maybe, maybe this is maybe what Matt Reeves is planning or DC is planning if if there is a plan uh, if there is a trilogy in works if there is um, a plan if there, <laughs> well I think they've uh, ever since like every time they announce stuff like when they, did you remember a couple years back they re- released their slate like we're supposed to have a Green Lantern movie Flash was supposed to come out like at least five years ago and we were supposed to get a cyborg movie no some of that's not even happening anymore <laughs> so it's just like uh,
0: well and um, with with what's going on with the Flash that may or may not happen. <laughs>
1: uh and come Aquaman. on DC.
0: yeah
1: come on well i think that movie's at least closer to being finished at least you anyway know, it's
0: still a struggle bus
1: maybe um if joker is like the f- plan for like the final movie maybe he's like actually going to test batman's limits and like just take everything away from him and, like just kind of do worse than riddler or whoever we get into or whatever is going on i, I was just talking with Jordan today, too, about maybe other villains we could get. Like, we were talking about Matt Smith because of Borbius. Uh I, I swear I'm not trying to bring it up. But I, we could get him, like, as like the Mad Hatter or something else oh. um, that we've never seen before. I just feel but like
0: the Joker's movie. been overdone. Like, there's so many villains in the comics and in the stories that they could use for Batman. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Just use somebody else.
1: Yeah, it, it he has. But my, I guess my plan for the third one would be just, like, we actually get Bruce's year one as Batman. But we also see that this new plan that joker's putting into motion like parallel stuff that happened uh with their anniversary or whatever well it feels like it's
0: either either joker or riddler right because like Mm -hmm. you know you have batman from the 80s with keaton it was joker Mm -hmm. and then you had the penguin and batman returns obviously um slash catwoman um yeah i think um for me you know like with with the batman with michael keaton in the 80s you had the joker and then like Um, obviously a penguin with his media, but then like you got into the early nineties with Batman forever and you had, uh, you know, the Riddler, Jim Carrey. So like in every, like, I I guess, incarnation of Batman, you either have the Joker or the Riddler. And like, there are just so many, like with the exception of Batman and Robin and everybody just clowns all over the George Clooney version. Um, You know, you had Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy. Like it'd be cool to see Poison Ivy again. Like, I think that would be cool. Um,
1: yeah, I don't, I, it may have her even be an eco, like an actual eco terrorist instead of having like the mystical yeah. plant powers. So like, like, like be interesting. We could
0: we could fantasy book all day long as far as like who we think is going to be like the if like they don't go full blown Joker in the second movie, like if they go like an alternate villain, like could they ramp up you know Feral as the Penguin, full blown Penguin in this, or are they building up to that? Like, are they going to go like on oh. the side thing and then build to the second movie with his sideshow and then? Who knows?
1: All right. speaking of the slideshow are you familiar with the villain hush
0: no uh
1: he's actually uh so he's a old pal of bruce wayne's uh from their uh school days and uh he's a psychopath <laughs> like most batman villains aren't they um, all <laughs> yeah aren't they all but um he actually wants i forget all the origins but i'm if i'm not mistaken uh after bruce is like received the inheritance from him he he was inspired to try to kill his parents so he could be single a single kid and rich and be without them but his parents were also kind of dicks if i'm not mistaken he also became a surgeon because he ends up trying to frame bruce at some point anyway they hint at that stuff that guy that was trying to whistle blow on bruce wayne and all them is tommy elliott's dad so and like there's even a big thing on this child so it says hush Uh, i would say riddler kind of his this version's uh suit is kind of inspired by that version and they've done like a remake recently uh one animated feature of that story where riddler is essentially hush so i don't know if they i mean those two are kind of intertwined it would be a cool and a different one and i know a lot of people like that character it could be solid um it would work in this uh weird uh gritty real real take on batman but uh we'll see we shall see
0: yeah (laughs) so I mean, we've talked about villains and we've talked about other things like that. Um, maybe like on a wider conversation. I mean, obviously this movie's going to be dark because, hello, it's Batman and Dark World and and Gotham isn't isn't a nice place. I thought it was cool that they reintroduced Arkham. Uh, they didn't mm-hmm. really really didn't get that in the Dark Knight trilogy with Christopher Nolan. You've not really got that in Justice League um, or any of the other DC movies since. Um, mm-hmm. Like when you when you saw Batman versus Superman, you saw. Um,
1: What's his uh, name? Eisenberg in there. Yeah,
0: Eisenberg. You see him in jail, but you don't see him. Like, it's not considered... Well, actually,
1: that, that is Arkham, though. Did they
0: do Arkham in that one?
1: That's supposed to be Ark. Well, I think that Did was... Did they Bruce- name it Arkham? Uh, yes, because he got transferred there because Bruce wanted to keep an eye on him there. But of gotcha. course, Ar- but, but Ar- arkham than- got the security of, like, two, like, little rats on a spinning wheel, so he's going to get yeah. out of there with no time.
0: Yeah, so other than that, like, you, you haven't really got a whole lot of Arkham. And so mm-hmm. I thought it was cool to actually see Arkham again. And um, But anyway like on a wider note, um, what do you think of the Batmobile in this movie?
1: Oh, my God. That be- best scene, one of the best scenes in the movie, dude. I do, too.
0: <laughs> I, I would totally agree with that. Like, for me, it was um, it very much had, like, that Adam West Batmobile vibe, but it sounded like the Tumboard from The Dark Knight.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well this, well, this seems like something like a 20-something-year-old would make just be cool and yeah. and chase crime did you did you know uh i don't know if you watched like any of the interviews with Matt Reeves but that scene when he's jumping in the car over like that explosion or whatever that's real like they I, I mean i have no i have no doubt CGI touched it up a little bit to make it cool but like they like performed that i'm just like what yeah <laughs> That's insane. I, I I love that. And there's like the, when, when you hear the like, revering up, like, my uh, my audience erupted in the second view when I saw it. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, it's about it's about to go down.
0: That was probably, you're, you nailed it, Will. Like, that's probably my favorite scene in that whole movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. it there's not much you could say. Would you agree it has that Adam West vibe to it? And then uh, it sounds uh, more it like, like a regular... Homework-
1: Of it being like the car looking like a car, yeah. I I would even say it even takes a little bit from the Affleck version, a little bit. Like I I could see this one being like the baby steps leading into that little mini tank car he gets in the in the Affleck version.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was great. It it felt like it was. I felt like it was paying homage to some of the older films, for sure. Um, How did you feel about Andy? I'm going to butcher his name into the circus. Andy Circus. Andy Serkis is Alfred. Um, Do you wish we had more of him on screen or was you glad that he had limited time?
1: Absolutely uh, we should have had more of him but with what little bit we did get I think maybe we were supposed to because Batman and Bruce is like point of view character for most of the movie and sometimes like we are neglectful to the people in our lives so maybe like we're supposed to get that feel like oh hey like I'm not really treating Alfred my adoptive father over here the best and butler like even though you're not my dad stuff and then like
0: i could have done without that
1: <laughs> i i think we all have but like it, it's happened not not, not in all of them but i think a lot of batman bruce wayne uh without Al- alfred relationships um have that at least once in their in their tenure like alfred speaks up and says i'm not gonna sit here and watch you die it's like "Oh well then leave like you're not my dad like i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do like why you here? You're not a Wayne. Like, come on.
0: Yeah, but, I th- I think like the opposite a little bit, just because like I'm like <sighs> he's totally he totally like relies a lot on him, and he doesn't realize how much he has until Alfred's gone or out of the picture.
1: Or yeah, you know I, what mean, I mean, yeah, even even in Batman and Robin, the Holman McGregor syndrome stuff, and then when you know, lose him, takes it for him to. I, I thought that we were actually going to kill him in this because in comics he's dead right now. Um, and it never usually sticks, but I'm just like. Well, like
0: even in in the dark of Night Your Eyes is when, you know, he's like, I you know, I held you as a baby, you know, ever since I heard your first cry and all these things, like and then when he walked away, he's like, You're gonna kill yourself if you don't like shape up or you know, figure something out. And then he ends up leaving him. And like I don't think he he in any situation, Bruce slash Batman really doesn't um have that sense of knowledge until um he fully understands uh, what's going on in his life and how much he actually needs Alfred. Kind of the last question is wrapping up our time, talking about the Batman. Um, you kind of know my opinion on this, but how do you feel about the Batman being three hours? Um, was it too much? Was it a good length? Give, do you give think...
1: us the Reeves cut three hours and 20 minutes, baby. Let's go. <laughs>
0: I, I think if you weren't so infatuated with comics and loved <laughs> comics and Batman and everything else, how right. do you think this movie was too long?
1: I, I have admitted off and to, to friends on the, about the movie. I do think it drags a little bit. I, and w- as I discussed earlier on the podcast, I think maybe Reeves and DC, uh, as George Lucas once said, I think I went too far in a few places, <laughs> uh, but I also, I hate to say this about audiences and anyone listening. Uh, I, if you take offense to this, I'm sorry, but I think audiences are kind of stupid and like, cause we were just talking about dark Knight rises like, Oh, Hey, like I got back in the city. There were so many people complaining about like how to get back in the city, blah blah blah. So like I think Matt Reeves and Warner Brothers are taking a conscious effort going like triple explain this mystery because people are dumb. We need to explain this So I yeah. just show how like, explain how this world works. Like meet meet the mayor or this uh, and all these other people expand on this stuff and move with the Snyder cut and all that. Like I I understand why it's long. I if if I were to say anything, I would say take like five or ten minutes out. It would probably be so much smoother
0: sure for me you know you and i've talked about this at length i know that again jordan hasn't seen this and some of our other um regular hosts haven't seen this film um but for me that was probably my biggest complaint the two two complaints i had about it were a that it was too long and then b i get the whole grainy dark dark cosmetic look of it but for me i felt like it was too dark and i struggle with that like my wife and I are going through and watching daredevil right now. And mm-hmm. I get the point that he's blind and I get the point that he can't see. And I get the point that you want things to be darker because you kind of want to see it through his lens, mm-hmm. but um, it's really hard to see, like you have to turn all the lights off in your house. And you like, you got to really like, squint and watch TV and make sure you're, you know, you're seeing everything. And I felt that way about the Batman. So like my two biggest things were, you know, the timing and the length of the movie. And well, like you said, if you just cut, I don't know, Fifteen minutes, ten minutes, something like that. Off of the film, um it would be like a whole new experience. Like I think movies like The Suicide Squad, you know, movies that are two hours thirty-five minutes, two hours and forty minutes, they're perfect. Like that's a perfect length for me. Of like as as far as a movie is concerned, because um, I think you lose a little bit after that. Like Endgame, I think was the exception because it's a culmination of like twenty movies.
1: I'd even argue the Lord of the Rings movies, like they just hit three hours and then Return of the King. Yeah.
0: Yep yeah yep. so continue. yeah i went i remember side story we haven't done a word of the rings podcast yet but like my dad i took my dad to see return of the king and like the whole weekend leading up to return of the king my uncles my dad and i watched Fellowship of the ring which watched two towers and then when we <laughs> we get to the theater to see return of the king my dad looks at me he's like well they just throw the ring in the mountain already because it, <laughs> at that point it's three hours and change like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so long so anyway um yeah biggest complaint for me was just the, the length of the movie and um you know i think it you know it'd be vastly different
1: yeah that's what wrapping up i do i do want to touch like on the on that look like i i know like there were some things that were hard to see and like we want to show that gartham gotham is a dark dingy site, but like there are some really cool shots with some of this darkness and they're like when he's first getting ready before he like beats those like guys within the skull gang or the jokers or whatever like that looked, i mean that that was pretty solid um when he's like going to try to stop selena and like all the people are shooting at him he's like 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 it was almost like a strobe effect i'm like oh or when he's even just fighting in the club i'm just like "Mm, beautiful like that that's like that's cinema right there but i know not all of us have like imax screens or like perfect projectors that are gonna make that look sweet so you have to go see it in
0: imax the first night
1: yeah and i took my brothers to see it that that next weekend too like their 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 little mind they're 18 or 14 but their minds were blown they're like that might be my batman now i'm like Rubbing my hands together.
0: <laughs> yeah. um Yeah. I. You know. I. I will watch it again. You know. Yay. It's, it's coming out next week. Like I didn't hate it. I just. Mm. You know. Like you and I talked on the phone earlier. Like it. <laughs> I wish TC would just get on some sort of path and just stay on it. Like <laughs> I feel like it shouldn't be that mm-hmm. difficult, but like I just feel like there's so many different things going on with Aquaman, Flash. Black Black Adam Shazam like I really love Shazam we need to do a podcast on Shazam um
1: DCEU come on Jordan we're gonna do it we're 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 peer pressuring you right now DCEU podcasts
0: so um I guess last question as we're wrapping up I know I said last question but I thought of one um if you're you know we did this on the last show you know rating Borbius (laughs) Morbius um Rating the movie ten being amazing, zero being, you know, you ripped off your your big toenail. <laughs> what would you rate it?
1: God. Ask me on the day, Micah, and you asked me on a good day today.
0: Nine point eight.
1: <laughs> oh, hey, those are, that's a good comic grade right there. Since we're talking about comics here and there all the time now, um, but I, I would say a solid nine. If we were ranking Batman movies, it's either this dark knight or mask of the phantasm depending on the day or if, if someone said like i didn't want to check out batman i'm like these are the three watch them and if they, if they don't like it i'm like i ain't got time for you you're boring and, and that's will trilogy yeah even though they're different interpretations but yes. like, those, are, those are those are solid batman flicks
0: um i would give it a seven fair. fair and and just for me like i just thought the dark knight was a work of art
1: it is I mean, it, it's iconic dude the the
0: christopher Nolan trilogy was just something to behold for me and that was kind of like a like well you're like maybe a few years younger than me what are you 32 yeah.
1: well 33 in november but yes uh someone said like i was 28 today so we'll, we'll say i'm 28 well, for the podcast
0: we'll take it um so i'm you know i'm 35 so i'm a little bit older than you but like that was prime time for me in college watching the dark knight trilogy so like i love those movies so anyway guys thank you so much for um listening to our podcast don't forget to um subscribe to our podcast we're dropping episodes each and every week we're also on facebook we're on instagram and tiktok man we are just absolutely having a blast doing these tiktok prompts every week Mm -hmm. will wednesdays are a favorite of mine and Aww, um, uh, yeah uh, so
1: I, I, I like some micro fridays doesn't, eh. doesn't roll the tongue as much but i, I like i still like them i still like them buddy
0: <laughs> i'm still learning i'm still learning the whole tiktok yeah. platform but we we've just recently broke a thousand followers we're really just enjoying what we're doing it's everything under the sun we're doing games we're doing movies we're doing shows we're doing comics we're doing everything like that so like i said we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on tiktok um all nerd talk with jordan halstead we're also um starting or have just started a new uh, separate podcast called Comic Book comic Club. Comic Book Club, yeah. And Will's actually part of that. And yeah. um, we're we'll dropping. We t- yeah, go you, ahead. We, we, yeah, you want me to talk, talk about bit. it a yep. little bit? Sure.
1: Uh e- Each week we tackle a graphic novel here and there. And similar to like, we, as the la- ladies have Book Club, we have Comic Book Club because we're boys and we're cool. We have Capri Sons, we're awesome. <laughs> uh, but we'll tackle a graphic novel or some like, Famous comic book run. I know recently we talked about United States of Captain America, Moon Knight, and I think we just even talked about uh, Robin and Batman and a solid thing from the new DC Infinite Frontier. We, we'll, we have some general questions about it, similar to what we do here. And then we recommend it uh, or not if it's bad. So, so far, so far, they've all been good. Wink, wink.
0: Yeah. So you won't want to miss that. So like I said, we're dropping episodes each and every um, week with both comic book club and with, um, nerd talk so well when are those episodes dropping do you know uh,
1: wednesdays just like a new comic releases we want to drop them then so if you want to listen to it while you're on your way to the comic book shop, shopping go, huh the new moonite runs pretty good i'll grab i'll grab that graphic novel while i'm grabbing my weekly pool absolutely why not or oh hey united states of cap it's right there just two birds one stone why not yeah
0: so wednesdays comic book club's dropping um there's a fee associated with that so you can check it out um reach out to us for more information and then we're dropping episodes with nerd talk every single saturday we will catch you next
1: time on nerd talk when there's a will there's a way
0: boom